3: Welcome to Bombing with Eric Andre, the podcast where I talk with friends, comedians, musicians, and other creative people about their worst moments on stage and truly embarrassing themselves in front of a live audience. Our guest this week is a woman I absolutely adore. She takes no shit. She takes no prisoners. Seen her all over television doing voiceover on your favorite animated shows. It's Dulce Sloan. And remember to pretty please subscribe to the podcast to get new episodes every week, rate five stars, and on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to Big Money Players Diamond to hear more of my chat with Dulce, plus ad free episodes every week. Let's get into it. Bobby bombing.
4: Bombing.
3: Bombing. With Eric Andre.
5: Wait,
3: wait, wait. You're telling <laughs> me Eric Andre wanted structure? <laughs> a little bit of structure. A little bit of organized chaos. Listen. I just want like, a piece of paper to fall back on.
5: Okay, cool, 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 But cool, we could just
3: hang. Fuck it. It's a podcast about bombing, so w- that's going to come up naturally. Listen. Th- all you have to tell is a bombing story.
5: I remember I was meeting some of my cousin's friends one day. He's an artist. And I was having um, dinner with all his artsy fucking friends. And this motherfucker I had just met, he was like, so tell me about when you bombed. And I went, no.
3: (laughs) Why? Because it's too traumatic?
5: I said, I just met you. (laughs) He's like, no, I'm just saying, I was just like, then tell me about a time that you had a traumatic event happen. (laughs) No, I just fucking met you, bro. (laughs) I'm not finna say a traumatic event. Nigga, I don't know your last name. The fuck? And his friends were like annoyed. I said, I don't give a fuck about you or your hat. No, fuck this little nigga. I'm not doing that. No. I don't know this, man. This shit was wild. Well, I just wanted you to just share the experiences. No, you want to sit up and tr- trauma bomb with me, bitch. I don't know you. And you too little to fuck. So please, relax. Wait, are we doing this?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Are I we just, on the thing now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We got to talk about bombing.
5: Okay. I want to hear
3: your bombing story. Yeah. I want to hear the worst time you ever bombed.
5: So And I wanna
3: hear any bomb you experience or any cringy incident that you had in a in a performance.
5: So the thing, it could even
3: be like I saw Beyonce at the Rose Bowl and and she, th-
5: <laughs> she
0: down the stairs. she so fell be downstairs. That. <coughs> she <laughs> yeah.
3: fell down the stairs. You can um, be like that.
5: I can say <laughs> Okay,
3: what's it? and I know it's deeply personal and traumatic, but please share. Thank you so much.
5: Share um, charm, I can say that the worst bomb I ever had. I don't think people would consider a bomb, but it's something that had bugged me. It haunts you. Haunted, not not anymore, but like for a good six months. Oh, yeah, really fucked with me. I
3: have a bomb from like five years ago that still haunts me.
5: Oh, so because people don't realize it's like because, and I was and I was like still early in, so I was at this place called Barnacles. Okay, so you know. People love a sports bar. Okay. And what
3: was, year is this? Paint us a picture. What is, city? What? what so you, I'm
5: in Atlanta. Okay. I'm still like a baby comic. Okay. I
3: would
5: say 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Cause I have my apartment. And so I'm at a sports bar mm-hmm. that's like down the street from where I grew up. Yeah. Literally two miles, three miles. So wait, this
3: is Atlanta? In Atlanta. Okay.
5: So I'm on Jimmy Carter. Okay. Place called Barnacles. It's a sports bar, it's like a seafood place, and it's a urban show. Okay. So, you know, one, black rooms are always harder. Yeah. Because people don't realize why black rooms are harder. It's because- when Break you
3: down for our audience why black rooms are harder. Black rooms are harder. I have some theories, but I want
5: because to to th- Because, and I think it's one of my theories, it's because, so, when black people go out,
3: mm-hmm.
5: we get dressed. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, I got dressed. Mm-hmm. I got a babysitter.
3: (laughs) Like there's a production. There's a whole Effort went into going out. went into... (laughs) Yeah.
5: yeah. This wasn't a casual... Anytime black people go out, (laughs) we get dressed. So I bought an outfit, first of all. Yeah. Then I bought tickets, second of all. Yeah. Then there's a two to three item minimum.
3: Yeah. And a a babysitter going on in the background. And a
5: babysitter, if they have children. I'm not saying all black people got kids. But if you have a babysitter, babysitter. But what happened for sure is... Outfit tickets to item minimum.
3: Right. So they want results. You they get want a, results. The comedian steps on stage, they want results.
5: Every time you talk, they are counting money. <laughs> Every word out your mouth is, is dollars and cents. Yeah, and it better be. You better it be, better be. We the We had to heat. buy gas. I might have had to pay the park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might have had to run through five lanes of traffic to get in this fucking place. I get it. I then get it. security <laughs> might have shook me down. So it's like there's a lot going into coming into this show at a fucking sports bar.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: And you have the nerve
3: to not bring the hits.
5: To not bring the hits. Yeah. And other the thing is about when it comes to urban rooms, because Big Kenny, um. Mentored me.
3: I got to meet Big Kenny.
5: He's a great. He's a great man. Uh, he's in Atlanta. Um,
3: Where's Big Kenny? Get Big Kenny to New York.
5: Listen, he got whole, he got kids. He got a wife. Bring but like, him, he, bring him up. Let's
3: make a special trip. We'll go ice skating at, at Thirty Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him to Mama Mia, Lion King. <laughs>
5: Unk, we gotta come through But I mean I make sure to mention him at all times That's good Um,
3: So he's like a mentor to you. He's
5: mentoring me And so he he's told like me He's like
3: your comedy dad He is That's great But
5: I also realized That like a lot of things I think Because I came in And everyone knew me Because I was work, Like he was helping me And all this other stuff I think there's a lot of bullshit When I first started out That I didn't have to deal with mm-hmm. Because like a lot of girls Talk about like you know men being a certain way with them
3: mm-hmm.
5: but I have literally like heard comics go oh that's that's the girl Big Kenny is and they didn't want to piss off Big Kenny because oh, so they would have really, lost spots uh, so he protected you yeah that. and even when he you wasn't even un- there you were under his wing yeah so it was in his wing that's, protection yeah, that's cute and then but I knew all these other comics because I had been like hanging around comedy clubs two years before I even started mm-hmm. so there's a bunch of comics that I just knew mm-hmm. so when I started out they were like oh no this is leave her alone. <laughs> don't. Like they, I mean, they have no idea but like, "Oh, you cool with You were cool like with? um
3: Tony Soprano's daughter."
5: Basically. So it's <laughs> was like, "Oh, you cool with some Okay, well don't And with some nigga every once in a while I would say something slick. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, there was a lot of s- bullshit that I didn't put up with yeah. as a female comic starting out in Urban Rooms that because there was Big Kenny and I knew a lot of the comics before right. I started, right. it was a lot of Oh, she good. Oh, she good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. Don't... So,
3: but you're almost spoiled by that.
5: Is I am spoiled.
3: No, but I mean, like going into this particular night, well, you particular... were almost like. Well, I'm protected. Big Kenny's got, like, right, has but, vouched for me. And
5: see, but this. Did that
3: scramble it a little bit because you were like, oh, I'm going to be, everything's going to be just dandy.
5: Well, the thing is, so as at this point, I was doing both rooms and I was only doing mainstream rooms at this point because oh. even though I didn't put up with bullshit from, like, on a people level, yeah, yeah, I still wasn't getting up because I was a girl. Right. So I still wasn't getting a lot of time right. in urban rooms. So I started just doing more mainstream rooms. Right. Well, people also don't realize what Big Kenny taught me was. In urban rooms, you have a laugh every thirty seconds. Yeah. Think about the number of times you've been at a white show. This dude do- still doing his setup, and I'm like, yeah, bro,
3: yeah, 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 yeah.
5: A two-minute fucking setup. Yeah. Really?
3: Yeah. It's like when I watch Earthquake or I watch J. Anthony Brown. Like those guys, like the setup is punchlines on the way to the punchline. And that's it's like every yes, sentence is like yes. a, a machine gun. You're like, what the fuck? The writing is just like unbelievable, and then you're like. You watch those guys, you're like, oh yeah, you have to get a laugh. Yes. Every sentence. Yes. On the way to the big
5: yes. laugh. And that's, you better
3: make people laugh.
5: But if you watch me, that's how I do my jokes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you strong. I mean, urban rooms make you they invincible. Make, you go back to the mainstream room, you're like, I've been lifting 500 pound weights right. every day. So like, but they breaking. make
5: you strong yeah. if you can get on stage.
3: Yeah and that's the other thing so what happened at this particular so evening? this
5: particular evening at Barnacles
3: at Barnacles
5: and there's like are my, there
3: football games going on the fucking course, flat screen and shit no one's paying course. attention
5: but because of the but the host to his credit made them turn the TVs off uh
3: huh but sometimes was, that brings animosity at the top of the thing
5: well what they said was he was, was like
3: stage or the guys on the floor
5: there was a slight stage,
3: a slight stage is better, but everything floor.
5: was directed towards that stage because uh-huh. we were in the different room. And he was like, "Yo, if you want to watch the game, because this is almost like a big event room."
3: Okay, because
5: they had the chairs all turned to the stage. Okay, and they're like, "He was like, listen, if you want to watch the game, you can go to the bar." Okay, we have a show in here.
3: Okay, that's fair. That's a good way to. And
5: I was like, "God bless."
3: Yeah, that's a good way because to do because the number
5: it. of times I have had to tell jokes in front of a championship.
3: Oh, I've been, I've been like, they just walked me out. With no inch, I've been in a sports bar They just magically Turned off all the TVs Didn't announce shit And I just had to Walk out amongst Tables and chairs And just start Telling jokes In like a sports bar In Florida I call it Where they're just like What What People are like What And then they're like Is one of the waiters Talking for some reason Into a microphone and the first like five to 10 minutes like, are just people comprehending what's going on. Yes. And by then it's over. <laughs> like you're just bombing, like they don't give a fuck. They're like, no. stop talking. I was just watching basketball. Get out.
5: <laughs> I call that <it> kamikaze comedy. <laughs> it totally is. It's a you death, are living it's a your life. trap. You are living your life watching the game, eating some mediocre wings. Oh. And then all of a sudden, so uh you guys ever know, bitch, yeah, yeah. we you have get the it new move. IPhone, they're like, Who the fuck is this guy? The bus S- boy won't shut the fuck up. Sir, who <laughs> let you in here? Security. <laughs> Security, come get this man!
3: Oh man, those shows are traumatic. It's fucking
5: awful. So, okay,
3: so the so the, so the host at, is on stage and he host, goes, "You guys want to watch
5: the game?" Instead of the bar, yes. you want to watch the show. We're here for a show because there are people that bought tickets to the show. Okay, and there are people that just want to watch the game. Okay, but there's like a pool table like way off in the back, mm-hmm. and people are just like playing pool, but they're kind of like paying attention. And so I probably went up like dead in the middle because that's the thing that I like to do. People like, oh, they want to go up last. They want to go up first. No, I'll be fifth.
3: Yeah, third, fourth, third, fifth. Third, fourth, fifth. Yeah. Mwah. Yeah, that's a sweet spot. That's
5: how you know you've been working as a comic, where you're yeah. like, I'll go third.
3: Yeah, yeah.
5: Also, I need to, who whoever is listening, if you are a comic, no. going last does not mean you headlined.
3: No. Not on, the, not on those shows. That's just like a showcase show.
5: Going last means you closed. Yes. Also. Yes. Stop calling me and Eric Andre. To come to your show, <laughs> to go last, and when we say we want to go third, yeah, well, you know, with the audience, at the, 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 yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, I hate that shit. If
5: your audience leaves because I left,
3: that's that's on that, you. That's, that's on not you. That's not that's on me. me. That's, not me. Yeah, that's true. I always feel guilty, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I'll go no. last. And then I'm waiting like seven hours through a bunch of like nonsense. And I'm like, I don't even know this. this is just a guy that got my email from somebody that I Bro. don't even know. Like, I'm like, well, I don't owe anybody. This guy's paying me 13 bucks to sit on a seven-hour a- show. A- a- co- costs more I- than when I'm getting
5: paid. <laughs> You have to be respectful of people's time. Yeah. You have yeah. to be respectful of the fact that I've been doing this for 12, 13 years. Yeah. I already did this telling jokes in a fucking p- basement of a pizza restaurant.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In twenty ten. I feel guilty. I you don't can't. Know why. Th- there's yeah, fuck no. That shit. No. Yeah. Because right.
5: you didn't do anything wrong. Somebody is yeah. wasting your time. Yeah, you're right. You're you worked right. hard enough to go. This is when I'd like to go up.
3: Yeah, you're right. Third is my sweet spot. Third or fourth is Third my sweet spot. Third, fourth, fifth, and so. So you're there. I'm in you, the place. You're, in, you're going up fifth.
5: Going up. Like how are the persists? comics?
3: How are the comics before you doing?
5: The comics that do urban rooms killing. Great. The comics that do mainstream rooms not killing. It. No. Yeah. The two comics in Atlanta. I saw the bet that could Clayton English seamless. Yeah. Between doing a mainstream room and an urban room.
3: That's the fucking
5: sweet spot. Seamless.
3: That's why he's fucking amazing. He's
5: a beast. Rob Hayes, same beast. thing. He's a beast. beast. Clayton English, I've, I'm have talking about no difference, and I know when I so I know when I do urban. Room Okay, I have to be you know, yeah, a little, a little more more energy. You talk a little faster. Better, yeah. it, it's pop 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 You cuss a little more. That's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. Clayton English. Yeah, I've been watching this man because he's one of the first comics I've, I've been watching. Clayton English since 2007. Yeah, because I said then one day I was like, do you know I've known you. Since I was 27 years old. He said, like, yo, nigga, get away from me.
3: <laughs> Were you like falling in love with him in that moment? I just, I, just, I just talk sweet. But I'm
5: just like, you know, I've known you since I was like 27. Yeah. He said, what? I said, I'm 39. He said, get away from me. <laughs> he pepper sprayed the you. fuck out of my face. He's like, I love you, but back up. <laughs> he was not trying to hear it at all. And it's weird to think about that I've known this nigga since 2007. But hey. If you watch this, sh- it was very up and down. Okay. The audience was very up and down. Okay. And people were kind of like coming in and out of uh-huh, the room. Uh-huh. And the room got settled a little bit before I went up. And this is this is the thing. Did I bomb bomb? No. I saw the comics in the show eat a bag of dicks. Yeah, yeah. Which I know confuses people who go, why is it? Why is that called bombing? I don't know what's called eating a dick. I don't know what's called eating a bag of dips. Yeah. I don't know why bombing, destroyed, I don't, I don't, these are terms we use, yeah, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's true. I don't know why bombing like, means one thing and destroyed means the opposite, but.
5: Right. Yeah. And so, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Bombing and destroyed means two Like I fucking destroyed. Yeah, Great yeah. set. I bombed. Horrible Ooh, set. horrific. So um, what happened? I feel like so you're leaving out a key. I'm not leaving out a key thing. I'm trying to explain to you. If someone else watched me. Yeah. They wouldn't think that I bombed.
3: What affected you that it stuck to your ribs for six months?
5: I couldn't get everyone in the room to laugh at the same time.
3: Uh-huh. There was little pockets.
5: It was every other person, <laughs> every other joke. Yeah. So someone I had just made laugh, mm-hmm. my next joke I couldn't get them to laugh. Mm-hmm. And then if they were sitting at a table together,
3: mm-hmm.
5: this is what fucked me up. I watched one table, they would laugh, mm-hmm at every other joke, but they didn't laugh at the same time. Mm. So neither one of them found the same thing funny at the same time. And
3: did this make you psychologically unraveled? Did you...
5: Because I couldn't... Because there was... You couldn't
3: one, figure out what... I, th- I couldn't
5: figure out how to fix it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
5: there was one table that was laughing the whole time. Yeah. Some tables that weren't laughing at all. Yeah. And then was other tables that were every other joke, every other person.
3: Yeah. So it was like, And it got in your head.
5: Because I couldn't figure out if yeah. i'd have just bomb bombed yeah. i can accept the bomb right they didn't like it you fucking do your time you move on but
3: this was more of a mental this was fuckery. more of a
5: yes because it's like i couldn't find the right thing right to get them all and it fu- it fucked with me so bad because it was like as a comic you're like okay because when, when you're getting to like because this was the first time i started doing like a 10 minute set we're just starting to do 10 minute sets, right? So that's enough time to get people or lose people or get them or lose them and bring them back. Right. Like there's enough to, in a 10 minute set. Cause when you first start doing 10 minute sets, it feels like a fucking eternity.
3: <laughs> it's a long 10 minutes.
5: Ten minutes? People don't realize like you don't realize how long to, Like the only time like you think about time like this is when you're microwaving something. <laughs> Where you're like a minute and a half is like, oh, my children, <laughs> my children. Like a minute and a half of the microwave is is death. That's what a 10, like we first start feeling. That's really, a good
3: point. Yes. The microwave feels long like nothing else except stand up.
5: If someone told Microwaving
3: you. Microwaving and stand up are weirdly similar. Yes. If I someone, never thought about that. If
5: someone looked at you in the face and said, wait for a minute and a half, you'd go, what? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. A little a minute. Yeah. A minute and a half. Go. Yeah, and You're yeah. like, ah, I don't know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You fucking scratch your ass and you'd be done. You're yeah. like, this is, this is what? Yeah. But a microwave, the sands of time. Yeah. Are moving. Bo- and your <laughs> food's still not hot. Sands so you're like, <laughs> 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 birds have stopped flapping.
3: <laughs> so wait a minute. So you get off stage.
5: So this was the weird part. It's I'm on stage. And in my mind, it's like, but some people are laughing. You're fine. Yeah. But there was just, I just couldn't wrap my head around yeah. what was going on. Right. Because it was like, listen, I don't, do I always do great in urban rooms? No. Also, they're very, I mean, they're just by nature intimidating. Right. But they want to be intimidating. Right. Because the open mic at Uptown was literally called Boo Night. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's harsh. That's a and things. they stopped
5: booing they just shake their keys at people. <laughs> Like, nigga, go home.
3: Checking your key's like, it's a possum on the yeah, front porch.
5: Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your dreams, you beat it. Get out of here. You see what I'm saying? So, oh, shit. it fucked me up because I couldn't, I think what bugged me the most is it was every other person laughing at every other joke. Mm-hmm. Which meant that I didn't know what anybody liked. Mm-hmm. Because if it was a bunch of people, if there was ever a moment where everyone laughed at the same thing, then I would go, boom, okay, that's what I need to do.
3: right. So did this affect you because it made you psychologically unravel about your entire set? Yes, and you were like, everything I've built is just crumbled into of a, 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 like, it was like a house of cards and it just fucking crumbled.
5: It made me think more about me as a performer.
3: yeah, Because question, you you brought every it brought everything into question It
5: made me question things because yeah. it was just like one. It's like there's urban rooms and then there's hood room.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like people have guns at the, at the table. Yes, Just which I, I
0: don't mind. With Eric Andre. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
3: Oh. Let's put it all out on the table. I, no boundaries here. That's the new premise something. of the show. I it's am, called no boundaries. I am. Uh, you're on. H- you're on Hinge.
5: I got off all of those. Um, you're on Raya. Raya is racist as shit. Is it? They don't accept black people. Let me tell you something. I could not put
3: them on blast.
5: I could not. I'll say this. I. It's a white people app. It's a very much white people app. You had to have. First of all, it's like you have to have an iPhone to use it. But the fun thing about that app is that.
3: I'm old enough to remember Black Planet.
5: Do you know they're still on the internet? That's still a website. I'm the fucking goddamn president
3: of Black Planet.
5: How do we buy Black Planet?
3: I don't know. I think it's called something else now, is no, it? No, nigga,
5: it's still Black Planet. It's still Planet. Black
3: Planet? Hell Yo, yeah. I, I was on I, Black Planet and I was, J-Date.
5: I was on Black... I, wait, I was on Black Planet. I was on Mi Gente.
3: Have you ever dated a white guy?
5: Yes. Jewish
3: man. Jewish Jew- yes. Jewish men love you
5: have you not heard I have a whole bit about
3: that really oh Jewish men love you
5: they I mean they love working for me I'll say that <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> as in um, my manager
5: and my lawyer and some you of my fuck agents. your manager no, and your nigga, lawyer
3: my unbelievable son- let's give it how dare <laughs> You're very edgy
5: in this day. I can't stand you. Those men are very much happily married, and I'm very sad. Um, no, I am.
3: But they're in a polyamorous open relationship, and you're their one. I will pass. punch you in the fucking. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there.
5: No, they're very nice. Okay. Um, but I can't say if it wasn't for the white meanses, I would not have had sex between 2016 and 2018.
3: Wait, so the white guys are?
5: It's yeah. I mean, it's I also. But they're the first dominating you. Well, they—I've never let a white man dominate me. Uh, that man <laughs> was—that that man was Persian. Um, love life non-existent. How's your love life?
3: My love life. My love life's good.
5: I'm sure yours is.
3: My love life's good.
5: Yeah, I'm sure you got a nice little—you know—some interesting girl.
3: I'm hanging out with a gal.
5: Eh, makes sense.
3: I'm hanging out with a gal.
5: Did <laughs> you dropping it off in? It. Um, no. Uh, my uh, my love life since I moved here have—I've been in a biblical wait wait
3: tri-spell. wait wait hold on. When did you move here?
5: 2017.
3: I thought you've been here for like a decade.
5: Mm-mm, I, moved here 20, I was in LA before that.
3: Well, we are gonna find you. The Dominican-Persian <sighs> no. love of your life. <gasps> Listen, this is- happens to be Jewish. Did you see- so this And he's now, gonna be giant. <laughs> Why don't you date a WCW wrestler? I'm gonna hook you up with a wrestler. I got John Cena's number in my- Would you make love to John? I think he's married.
5: Well the other thing well he
3: goes what, what, what wrestler is your type? I'm gonna matchmake you with a wrestler. Oh, I love am Jewish, him. so I love matchmaking. Who's your celebrity crush and who's your ideal man? My
5: celebrity crush is Michael Strahan.
3: Michael Strahan.
5: Because he's beautiful.
3: Wrestler wise. I don't have access to Michael Strahan. Wrestlers love me. I don't know. Wrestlers and knew. porn people love me.
5: Those Uso boys are cute.
3: The Uso boys, so you'd be in a thruple.
5: I would be, I mean one of them is married to a black girl. One and what about already the married. other one? I don't know.
3: That's your guy. Um, the the Uso. Uso brothers? Yeah, the okay, Uso's wait. are cute. Um, I How mean, do
5: you spell Uso? Which U-S-O, which I think might be Samoan
3: brothers. for brother.
5: If I'm, if I'm oh, right.
3: so they're big Samoan dudes.
5: Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay.
5: I like men being like that. I want to feel dainty. Oh,
3: yes. Okay. The Uso Bros.
5: The Uso. I mean, I that's had to... a
3: whole lot of men yes. They're twins. Yes. So you could get them confused and you could fuck the other one if you get pissed at the other
5: or one. Or one's just married and I don't fuck a married man.
3: Okay, that's fine. That's <laughs> fair. Fair if you want to be all savage. lame about it. <laughs>
5: um, my goal in life is... have to...
3: you? Do you think you've ever fucked a married man? And yes. Know it? Oh, you have? I didn't know. You're fucked up. He didn't tell me. How dare you ruin the
5: sanctity. He never wore a ring oh, and he really? didn't tell me he was How married. Did you find out? When I saw I saw him like a year or two later, and he had a ring on, and I and was you like, were like, "What's that about?" What was? Excuse me.
3: Really, you confronted him about it?
5: Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, nigga!" Um. But a year
3: or two goes by, he could have got married in that year or two.
5: He had been married
3: for 10 years oh <laughs> and i was like sir
5: he was like i was married the whole time i said like, what the fuck do you mean
3: did him and his wife have an understanding
5: absolutely not
3: <laughs>
5: absolutely not because i i can say in <laughs> in his defense i didn't know he was married <laughs> but i knew he was in a relationship uh-huh so listen i'm not gonna fuck up a marriage yeah but your girlfriend <sighs> sometimes a girlfriend doesn't
3: count. But you can't fuck up with marriage. Especially no. if they got kids. And it's like,
5: Oh, no, they man. definitely had kids!
3: My friend put it this way. He's like, I never want to hook up with a married woman because the anger of the husband finding out, like that specific type of anger, Kills he's like, people. I would never want that anger from another man. That's like primal ah.
5: Ah. man anger. That's ah. the number of people who have died. Yeah for fucking with somebody's spouse. Yeah. Like, it's. I mean, it very much is like old. Oh, it it's It's old school. It's old school. It's, this in, is it's like, the
3: one of the Ten Commandments.
5: Yes, this is from. Don't
3: fuck your neighbors. Don't
5: covet a neighbor's wife. Don't covet a neighbor's wife. And thou shalt life. not kill.
3: Don't kill and don't covet a neighbor's oxen or something or mule or something. Like, no, I think also, you know. There's one of them that's like, don't touch your neighbor's ox. No. There is.
5: No, Eric Andre. No, it's covered. It could either be covered the wife or covered something from your name, Like, cover anything from your neighbor. So, the first guy I dated was from El Salvador. Really? So, like, as a teenager. And then I...
3: As a teenager, so you he first, dated a Salvadorian man? Because he
5: lived in my neighborhood.
3: Oh, okay. It wasn't a long-distance, 90-day no. fiancé kind of No, okay.
5: his whole family lived in the other side of our apartment complex. Okay. um, Like, grandma, aunts, uncles, fucking cousins, everybody. Okay. So, and then... It's been mostly black dudes. I could say the ones who put in the most time and broke my heart, black dudes. um Because, really? I mean, they're the ones that are closest to me. Aww. Um But, yeah, like, white dudes. I had a Filipino dude for about 20 minutes. But it's been mostly, you know, black and Latin and white dudes. But since I moved here, dating here is
3: no. What do you mean? It's New York City.
5: No. It's a romantic-ass city. No, these motherfuckers don't talk to people. No. Niggas don't. Bro, I'm you trying You got to get
3: on Black Planet.
5: Hate you i've been <laughs> on dating apps here the most dates i've ever been on was right after lockdown ended
3: oh you were crushing it
5: bro because that motherfucker spent five months with their hands and was like i'll give a big <laughs> bitch a chance i don't care i don't care <laughs>
0: I'll be, I'll be with eric andre Hacks is back for Season 3, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
4: The
2: perfect
3: home sweet home. Mommy, mommy, with Eric Andre. I want to ask the words "Mommy" or something and remind me I want to ask if you've ever been drunk on stage. Um, those are my two questions so any order you want to do those in.
5: I can't be drunk. I've been tipsy on stage and it made my brain foggy.
3: And it like... Did it end in uh, catastrophe or no? okay? So tell me what, I was, what was the set, thing that but you don't went, like it. What, what did you go? La, la,
5: la, 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 la. <laughs> I can say again.
3: What did you see?
5: N- not a not a not a bomb bomb. Okay, but a comic. You know Starbar.
3: Yeah, Starbar in Atlanta, like little yeah. five points. Yeah, 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 yeah. So
5: you know the Monday Night Show.
3: I think so. The yeah. open mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: So a comic from New York had come down to do it. Okay, and. He was unaware of this five dollar special they would have, where you could get a shot of Jameson, okay, and a whole beer, okay, for five bucks, okay. And he'd been living here for years, okay.
3: So five. So the, he's like, that's a bar. That's like, this, this is the best deal on earth. The deal. Yeah. The the deal. deal. Yeah, yeah. Right.
5: Yeah. And so he goes to close out, and he's only doing thirty minutes, right? It's like a long ass open mic. It's probably like twelve. Thirteen people to go up, and then the headliner. Mm-hmm. So he's he took like he'd been drinking all night, but he wasn't like fucked up. And then he took like two. So he's in the middle of the set. I think he took like one or two shots on. Excuse me, on stage, and you see the alcohol hit him <laughs> while he's mid <laughs> joke. While he's on stage, to the point, so he tells a joke uh-huh. and gets a laugh, uh-huh. and then he starts the joke again. Uh, <laughs> but,
3: but like completely not realizing completely it completely not realizing oh, it man. slower
5: than and people are like people laughing are like, uh, because they're like okay yeah he's like that, da, 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 da. and then he gets to the end of it and like the laugh doesn't he's like wait did i tell that joke already
3: oh no and we're
5: like yes that's
3: my biggest fear
5: and then he starts to joke a third no. time no
3: bro and so Jameson, so he, Jameson and beer is not for you, my
5: no, man. No, 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 no. So it's and everybody's like, hey, hey,
3: hey, hey, oh, hey. Oh my hey. god, a third time is rough.
5: And he, but he did it. So like, you, it hit him, and then it fucking slammed him. Because when he started, and his
3: name is
5: Mark Norman. <laughs> is it Mark mm-hmm. Norman?
3: <laughs> I, I thought you were like, I can't say his name. You are like, yeah, no problem. It's Mark, it's Mark Norman.
5: But also, this was like, Mark tw- was that drunk on he stage? He was fucked up.
3: Wow! Was it? Like, well, oh, anyway, <laughs> what was the joke? But I
5: don't. God, I didn't know then. When I was telling the story, <laughs> then I didn't know the fucking joke.
3: When you were watching it, you didn't know the joke. And
5: when I told a the third next set, time, a third time, and then everyone was like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And then he got too drunk to finish his no, set.
3: No, no. So he was Mark. supposed to do
5: thirty. I don't think he did the full thirty.
3: He liked a bargain. He saw it, that he it was five dollars. He'd
5: been in New York for so long. Does he
3: drink like that?
5: I don't know if he still does. One of my favorite things to do at like comedy festivals mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. I would come up to comments and go, give me your best Mark Norman.
3: Oh shit, that and is good. And people would go, let me, let me Ugh, Ugh. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to listen to it a little bit, but you'd be like,
3: huh, well that's fucking weird. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yes, you would be,
3: ex- yeah. Ugh, uh. you He's would- like a, he's like, I've known him since his early 20s, and -hmm. he's like a 55-year-old, like, man. My question is. Since his, like, 20s. He's like, uh-huh. But
5: my question
3: is. Yeah. I love him, by the way.
5: Oh, I love him, too. He's great. He used to come up to me, and uh, if I was sitting down, he would uh, slap my thigh and grab it and go, ugh, if I wasn't gay, and I'd just walk (laughs) off. Is he gay? He's not gay. No. (laughs)
3: He's, like, married,
5: right? Yes. (laughs) But what's funny, because after that Me Too shit started, he quit doing it. And I'd be like, Norman, Norman. <laughs> so now I come up to him and go, if I wasn't gay, he's like, Ugh, he's uh, so hum, <laughs> hum. but he's um, one of my favorite things to do is to be at festivals and be like, hey, comic, give me your best one. The way that people get so excited to do it. Oh,
3: fuck. I can see that.
5: It's like almost like a little bonding thing.
3: I can see that. Where everyone's that. like,
5: well, you do your best one. But I think it's so wild. Like Mark Norman grew up in New Orleans.
3: Really? Yes. I thought he's like from like Michigan
5: or something. No, he should sound like Sean Patton.
3: Yeah, yeah, he should be like,
5: "Ooh, Lord, I (laughs) guarantee (laughs) Mm, mm, those thirty-one spices and herbs." Ooh,
3: Lord. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Dulce Sloan. It's me,
5: Yay!
3: (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Eric Andre. Bombing with Eric Andre is brought to you by Will Farrell's Big Money Players Network and iHeart Podcast. Executive produced by Han Sani, Olivia Aguilar, edited and sound designed by Andy Harris, and our art is by Dylan Vanderberg. If you want to confess to your own bombing moments or give us a shout out, go rate us five stars and drop a review on your podcast app of choice. Write about your own stories of bombing at life. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can also subscribe to Big Money Players Diamond to get exclusive bonus content with every episode and listen to all my episodes ad-free. The guests on Bombing with Eric Andre were recorded before the SAG After Strike.